Hey, it's JJ Gatto, news on DMX. Also, the role that almost made Jeffrey Dean Morgan quit acting. Plus, uh, let's just say some big 90 Day Fiance news. Some of it will surprise you. It's all coming up next on This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. Seven days in the celebrity world. All here. It's JJ Gatto. This week in the Pop Culture Feed. This week's episode, Stop, Drop, Shut Them Down, a tribute to X. How are you? I'm JJ Gatto. If you haven't heard the news this past weekend, Earl Simmons, better known as rapper and actor DMX, passed away at the age of 50 after the week before overdosing and suffering a heart attack. And it was an absolute tragic situation. No brain function. He was barely alive. And they made the decision to end his life as peaceful as possible. Just a sad day in the rap world. I got to tell you, the story about DMX is a very unfortunate one about addiction. At the age of 14, he was tricked by a friend to take some drugs, not realizing it was crack cocaine. And from there, it has been a downward spiral for the very talented rapper whose original name is Dark Man X. And of course, he got shortened it to DMX. Many great songs up in here. It's just the one that really was the one that made him famous. But he also was an actor. He did films like Romeo Must Die with Aaliyah and a few others. But mainly he's been in the news because of his uh, legal troubles and addiction. He had to go to jail for a couple of years because of his addiction. And he said being in jail was a playground. It also helped him get clean. It's just unfortunate for Earl Simmons, who, by the way, is not related to Joseph Simmons, a.k.a. Reverend Run and Russell Simmons. The founder of Def Jam Records, even though Russell did discover DMX and he was on the Def Jam label in the beginning. DMX is survived by his fiance and his 15 children. There may have been more. There have been some rumors about it, but we know of 15 of them. And his hometown of Yonkers and his hometown of Yonkers and his hometown of Yonkers, New York, will pay tribute to Earl Simmons down the road. Right now, funeral arrangements are private. But, uh, yeah, don't be surprised for a uh, public um, vigil for DMX, who passed away at the age of 50. A very sad story, one of many sad stories about addiction. And hopefully, DMX is up in heaven with his Rough Riders, all with angel wings. Okay, so I haven't seen this show yet on Netflix, but I know a lot of my female friends have. Bridgerton, and they are getting ready for season number two. And I know a lot of them are shocked at the fact that Regis Jean Page will not be coming back as Simon, you know, the Duke of Hastings for the new season of Bridgerton, which is coming up real soon. And there are some reasons why for that one. For those of you who follow the Bridgerton books, you kind of have an idea why. But for those who haven't, let me just explain. The Bridgerton TV series is based on the books from the early 2000s. And each of the eight books are stories of the eight Bridgerton kids as they look for love. As you know, Daphne was the focus of the first story. For season two, they'll be focusing the second story in the Bridgerton book series after Anthony. So obviously, Simon will not be the focus for the second season because it's a completely different story focusing on Daphne's brother, Anthony, who is looking to marry but not fall in love. 
He feels that uh, love is never going to happen to him. So he's kind of a, let's just say it in 2021 terms, a player. And for the second book, Anthony is set out to marry the newest Belle by the name of Edwina, but having to face a little bit of a problem. Her disapproving sister, Kate, refused to let him anywhere near her because, you know, of his player reputation. So if you follow the book, Enemies to Lovers, you know, things can get a little steamy for season number two. And also a big question, who is Lady Whistledown? As you know, it is voiced by the great Julie Andrews, but as far as the character is concerned, no one really knows. All we know is that she's an amazing gossip columnist, and everybody pays attention to her, even Queen Charlotte. So a lot of questions for season number two, and uh, I know, ladies, you're just sad about Simon not going to be there, but uh, maybe he'll show up uh, on another show down the road. If not, you can always replay season number one. So going from Bridgerton to The Walking Dead, I will tell you my brothers are big fans of the show. I've watched every once in a while, but didn't really get into it like, you know, Breaking Bad and Mad Men and all that. But I do love Negan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He is an amazing actor. And I got to catch up because I'm trying to figure out how he became from one of the most feared characters and hated to people rooting for him. For all of you Walking Dead fans, and I'm talking to my brothers here as well, you may have to uh, catch me up on that one. But anyway, Jeffrey talked about the one role that almost made him quit acting altogether. And for all you Trekkies, you may know this one. He played a Zindi reptilian on the show Star Trek Enterprise, and he said that role made him thought that he made the worst decision in his life and never wanted to be in acting again. And it's understandable when you think about it, you know, he would get there early. They would apply makeup on him for about a good three to four hours. And he would be in that makeup. He couldn't even eat, couldn't even drink, couldn't go to the bathroom. And uh, let's just say he uh, was very claustrophobic and he would come home in tears. Sometimes they would tape for 16, 18 hours. And but as you know. He stuck it out, and he was on shows like The Good Wife, Supernatural, and his favorite role of Danny Duquette on Grey's Anatomy. You know, Izzy's a boyfriend who was dying of cancer. He even begged to stay on the show, but uh, of course, Shonda eventually killed him off in season five. Also, talking to People Magazine, Jeffrey talked about his uh, second favorite role, but uh, number one in his heart is working with his wife, Hillary Burton. Matter of fact, she's on The Walking Dead as Negan's wife, Lucille. So if you haven't seen that yet, you got to see the chemistry between those two. You know there's more there than just acting and also being husband and wife. It's just pretty interesting from uh, the parts I've seen. Coming up, 90 Day Fiance, it wraps up, and I will tell you it went from pretty good for the most part to the grits hitting the pan. That's another way of saying something I just can't say here. We'll talk about it coming up next on This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. JJ Gatto, This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. So we're going to wrap it all up with a little 90 Day Fiance and Couples Tell All. We're going to talk about the finale first, then we'll do the Couples Tell All. Because trust me, the fireworks are about to start with the Tell All. So at the finale, three weddings happen. And two of them didn't. And one of them, oh boy, uh... 
We'll we'll talk about that in a second because there's a twist with one of the uh, two that didn't get married. So Jovi and Yara, Julia and Brendan, and this is a surprise, Mike and Natalie all got married. With Jovi and Yara, they were in Vegas. They got married. And Joey said, you know what? It's time for me to grow up. And he did. And they got married. Walking uh, Yara down the aisle was Elvis, or an impersonator of Elvis. Okay, typical Vegas wedding. Oh, and uh, by the way, Joey and Yara has a uh, beautiful baby girl that was born a couple of months after the filming of 90 Day Fiancé. And they were all very happy. Like I said, we'll talk about the tell-all in a minute. Also, Brendan and Julia. They had to get married because of COVID and also the uh, the whole situation with uh, Julia's 90-day visa. So they ended up getting married on Zoom in a in a civil ceremony. And this was the best part right here. Brendan did his vows in Russian and Julia did hers in English. Julia was surprised that Brendan did that in Russian. She was absolutely touched by the whole situation. And uh, it, it was a sweet moment with those two. And then on the last day of Natalie's visa, Mike decided, I'm going to get married. So on the last day, it was a surprise wedding for Natalie. And Mike and Natalie are now husband and wife. But there's some storms brewing, thanks to Mike's mother. So just stick around with me on that one, okay? The two that didn't get married, Andrew and Amira, that was just a straight-up disaster. And Amira is like, I'm not going to let Andrew control me again. I'm done. Andrew felt like... She didn't give any effort in the relationship. It was just a total train wreck from hell. And also, Stephanie, while she was with Ryan in Belize, she dumped him for his cousin Harris. And they thought they were going to be together. Well, uh, let's just say, you know, there's more to the story. It seems that Harris is a scammer. Stephanie thought that Harris and the baby mama to his kids were no longer a couple. Boy, that was a straight-up lie. Harris admitted that all he wants to do is go to the United States and to support his family, meaning his mom and dad, the baby mama, and the kids. They're still together. Stephanie has absolutely no idea about it. And the worst part about it, Harris says, I can never think of my wildest dreams that I can get free money from somebody. Oh, you know the grits are going to hit the pan. Or the fit's going to hit the shan, if you want to say it that way. And uh, by the way, on the tell-all, a lot of explosions. I'll just say this. Yara was upset that Jovi went to a strip joint before they got married. They said it was one lap dance. That was it. And also, uh, Yara found out that uh, in Jovi's past, he slept with a stripper. At least one. They did a lie detector test on uh, 90 Day Bears All, and uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's just say Yara was uh, very hormonal because she just gave birth to a baby, and she was not very happy. Julie, on the other hand, when she was talking to Yara, saying, hey, you know what? If she is with a stripper or a dancer, what's the big deal? She didn't see any uh, big deal, but, so, but you know the two Russian women, when they disagree, you know, it's, it's fireworks between those two. And speaking of fireworks, Mike's mom. There's, yeah, there's issues with Mike and Natalie. I get it. Natalie is controlling, wants to change Mike, jealous. You get the idea. Well, Mike's mom was uh, trying to get a friend of hers to object at the wedding. Natalie and Mike didn't know about this. And uh, let's just say Mike, as much as he loved his mother, was pretty pissed off about it. 
And as far as Nat is concerned, Natalie does one thing good, and that is just ignoring Mike when she's upset. I'll be honest with you. I was shocked they're getting married. I'll be shocked if they have a very long marriage, if you catch my drift. Also, Rebecca and Ziad, they got married, but there was still this one issue about one of Rebecca's daughter's friends who was flirting with Ziad. Ziad was a little oblivious to it, thankfully, but uh, not Rebecca. Rebecca was pretty uh, pissed off about it, and um, she said if her daughter's friend was older, she'd be even more pissed off because that woman would know better. You know, there's a little bit of uh, some jealousy right there. Understandable. And also the fact that uh, Rebecca, she looked absolutely gorgeous. You know, she got something which is uh, very similar to Botox. She also had a few other procedures and she just looks absolutely phenomenal for somebody who is, well, let's just say, I think she's 50. Maybe, maybe not. I can't remember her exact age there, but I know she's uh, close to 50. She just looks absolutely amazing and she looks hot. She looked hot in the beginning, you know, when I first saw her on 90 Day the Other Way. I think she's still hot now. But um, that's just my opinion right there. And then we got Andrew and Amira. Oh, boy, there's going to be some controversy with that one with part two of the uh, tell-all. Amira refused to be interviewed if Andrew was there. They asked Andrew to just step off. He decided to leave altogether. Then we have Tariq and his wife and the girlfriend. Threesomes always causes problems, kind of like sister wives. And I know that's another uh, TLC show altogether. Oh, and uh, just to let you know, Stephanie wasn't there for the first tell-all. According to a number of sources, she's going to be on her own tell-all about the whole situation coming up very soon. And I will bet you anything, Stephanie is going to let it all out. No filter needed. And next time we'll talk about 90 Day to Single Life because I have a lot to say about Big Ed and Molly. And those are my two favorite stories right there. But we'll save it for next time. That's going to do it for this week in the Pop Culture Feed. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me. Hit me up on the Twitter and Instagram at JJ Got the Radio. Also share this on social media. Greatly appreciate it. Join me next time as we look at the trending stories in Hollywood and beyond on this week in the Pop Culture Feed. Until then, I'm JJ Gato. Stay blessed and stay awesome. <laughs>